gentlewoman reserves the gentleman from Kentucky is recognized. Madam Speaker, I yield one minute to the gentlelady from Illinois, Ms. Miller. The gentlewoman is recognized. Thank you. I rise today in opposition to H.R. 5314. Bringing H.R. 5314 to the House floor this week shows that the Democrats' priority is partisan politics, not policies that will directly benefit the American people. If Democrats were serious about bipartisan reforms, they wouldn't be pushing a bill like H.R. 5314. This bill is nothing but a continuation of the Democrats' obsession with President Trump. He lives rent-free in their heads. This bill incorporates several unnecessary, quote, reforms that are nothing but an attempt to validate House Democrats' baseless investigation of the Trump administration. It is a huge red flag that H.R. 5314 was referred to nine committees and not one Democrat-led committee has held a hearing or a markup on the legislation. This legislation is being pushed through without proper order, and I oppose it. Thank you, and I yield back. What's poppin'? It's Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison, and we have a story today, which will, well, this first episode at least, We'll get some people pissed off, and I enjoy the salt in my comment section regardless of the platform that I'm on. So, something me and Sticks, Hex, and Hammer here predicted pretty accurately early on. The whole DeSantis-Trump thing, the whole made-up bullshit about Trump saying disband the Constitution, blah, 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 blah. Basically, hate Trump for every reason other than why you should actually hate him, probably. You know, hate him for all this made-up shit. Don't hate him because he actually went after firearms. Don't hate him because of him heavily funding Israel. You know, what? That's what this, this is something that uh, me and a couple people in my comments will probably reach some middle ground on here. My number one gripe with him was the Make Israel Great Again policy. I don't understand why there's so much focus on us giving Israel shit. Honestly, it's the same thing how I feel about Ukraine. Tomorrow, if Russia stormed Ukraine and took over and they were flying the the bullshit Bolshevik flag by sunset, I wouldn't give a fuck, right? If the Palestinian army ran up in Israel and burned the place to the ground, I too would not give a fuck there either. These are two conflicts that just mean absolutely dick spit to me. So I understand the abundant waste of resources and time into these two endeavors. Israel, they haven't given us anything of note since like the 80s. And even then, the main reason, so for people who don't know, the reason why uh, the America America gives so much money to Israel with the Iron Dome defense system, blah, blah, blah. It's because we rely on them as the homely democracy in the Middle East. No, it's because they feed us intel about terrorist groups' movement, intel that our government ultimately annoy, ignores anyway. So I don't understand why we even pretend to care. And furthermore, if we have to rely on another country's intelligence agencies to collect intelligence for us, a far superior nation, then what does that say about us and what message does that send? Yeah, I'm all with defunding and pulling out of Israel. That and, you know, again, media wants you to hate Trump for every reason why you... They make up reasons for you to hate him. There's plenty of reasons why you should dislike Trump right on the surface. And I've gone over these in different episodes, but again... It's all a big astroturf, ultimately. Like, there's no getting around it. This guy's gonna suck all the air out of the room. And like it or not, 2024, it's gonna happen. Whether he'll win or not, he will be the nominee. He will win the primary. And we'll see what happens when it comes to him versus whoever the Democratic... I don't... I'm not confident it's gonna be Biden. 
Biden said he's running. The laptop's been confirmed. And going forward with Biden, this leaves only a handful. I, I have a few predictions with Biden. <coughs> and I'll run through these real quick. Uh, so with Biden actually running for president, I said they would probably confirm the laptop. So they could try and get rid of Hunter Biden either to help Joe or threaten Joe. The laptop's been overwhelmingly confirmed, uh, though I will take the L there. And I will say that that's largely thanks to Elon Musk with the whole Twitter files thing really making it irrefutable. That Yes, the laptop story is a thousand percent correct. You watching this right now, you already knew that. You recording this right now, already knew that. But now mainstream media has, has confirmed it. And for the few troglodytes who rely on mainstream media to get their stories, they now know it. So now that leaves what will happen to Hunter Biden. A, if they confirm the Hunter, if the whole Hunter Biden thing is confirmed now, right, going forward, Hunter Biden will be a problem for Joe Biden's re-election campaign. Now, Joe Biden doesn't really care that much about Hunter Biden. That's at least my uh, my outward perspective on it. I think the only time Hunter Biden was touched by his father was so Joe could, you know, push Hunter out of the way to get to Bo and his sister Ashley. I don't think uh, Hunter Biden was ever on uh, Joe Biden's favorite uh, play toys list. I don't know what you would put him on, but Hunter is now a liability. So they'll be like, Joe, if you run for president again, we're going to bring Hunter Biden in. And if that doesn't stop you, well, you know, we have ways to deal with your son that might persuade you not to run for president. Joe Biden may not care if he's even cognitive enough to care or alternatively, Joe Biden could put the hit out that could have Hunter Biden put down and Joe Biden... Or here, Hunter Biden could go down in a couple ways. One, there'll be some tragic car accident, driving home drunk, you know, whatever. Or he'll be found dead in some hotel, some apartment somewhere, overdose, dead and gone. Poor Hunter Biden, you know, tragic story, junkie, never got over it. Joe Biden, the grieving the grieving leader he is, willing to put his his grief and pain on the back burner for, the, for, for, for America. So she's going to keep running for office because America needs Joe despite Joe's moment of mourning. That's my prediction. Those are a few predictions, actually. Uh, you know, and the, the thing about Notre Dame is the whole reason why we, we look at him the way we do is because he made a billion predictions, and out of that billion, 100 came true. So now we're like, oh, wow, Notre Dame Same thing with everything I just said. Sure, a handful of it may come right, but I throw predictions out all the time based on what I'm reading. A couple of them are bound to stick. It's nothing special. But let's get into it. The inevitable, right? Trump leads GOP primary with DeSantis as runner-up poll. Trump won a hypothetical race against Biden by 5% and against Harris by 6%, the poll showed. Yeah, we're going to scroll down here, clicking around. There's not a whole lot going on factuality-wise, so we're going to go with the uh, Daily Wire. And I have the Washington Examiner pulled up. So there's no high factuality articles for today's episode. That's not that's a deal breaker. I fully understand. This was a Harvard poll, by the way. So let's get into it from here. Over at the Daily Wire, owned by the certain they. By the way, let's just bitch about Ben Shapiro real quick. Mr. Ben Shapiro, I will debate anybody who wants to debate me. All right, no matter how bad the idea is, I will happily debate them and prove them wrong. Because the only way to beat bad ideas is with great debate. Except for Kanye West, I will never have that on my show. That black man is not allowed here. No, Nick. Whoa, Ben. Whoa, Ben. Sounds like uh, sounds like you got triggered, and all it took was Kanye West to dead ass start speaking some truth. That's the interesting thing about Ben Shapiro, right? Ben Shapiro. Oh, only the left wants to tell the le- tell black how to how to live their lives, and only only the left tell black how they should live. Blah 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 blah. 
Oh yeah, Candace Owens, you better never have on your friend Kanye West on my network ever again. I swear to God, if you ever do that again, blah, 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 blah. Oh, oh, the the harmful, dangerous rhetorics thrown around by Kanye West against Jews is blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Listen, Ben. If Kanye West came out and said anything about Christians the same way he came out against Jewish people, you would not say shit. You would probably roll your eyes, laugh, and move on. That's exactly what the fuck would happen. You know, you know, you are Ben Shapiro is Jada Pinkett Smith, right? And Judaism is Will Smith, right? You know what? Fuck that metaphor. That metaphor is gonna be stupid. My my point being is just like how how uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, if if Will Smith was being made fun of, Jada would have just sat there being just laughing and having a good time. But since Jada was the one picked on, Will Smith had to get up and do something. It wasn't funny suddenly. Ben Shapiro is the same way. Oh, you say anything about Israel, you're gonna get his tears going. He's gonna get his little fucking yarmulke and a bunch up his ass, and you're gonna go. Whoa, blah, 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 blah. I personally prefer the Blaze. If I'm gonna have a subscription to any conservative fucking outlet, it will be the Blaze. It won't be Prager You. You wanna know why it won't be Prager You? Because Prager You is a bit of a joke, right? Glenn Beck, for all of his gripes and grievances, at least doesn't go around saying, "Well, you know, I don't think gay people should be able to have kids." Blah 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 blah. And it's probably because he knows he could cause some some shit with that one, right? And let me elaborate more. Prager, you know, the platform that used to host and have on Dave Rubin, the people were like two Dennis Prager, right? Prager, you Prager, you'd be like, oh yeah, it, you know, two same-sex people cannot raise a baby because they're missing an important part of the fundamental, uh, the fundamental part of, of of development here. You know, it's required to have these two to have a two-parent household. And then as soon as as soon as Dave Rubin's like, I'm growing some babies in a test tube. Me and my husband will raise them. Oh my God! Did all the people at PragerU come out and be like, "Yay, Dave! Way to go, Dave! I'm so proud of you, Dave!" Wow, real convictions there, huh? You just really, you really believe everything you said for all those years, right? Didn't you, Dennis? Yeah, no. Glenn Beck, you know, he may be a little soft on a lot of policies, but at least he's fucking consistent, you know. So I'm, I'm gonna keep my Blaze subscription. Granted, with the Crowder leaving, I don't know what I'm going to do from that point forward. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff, actually, on the Blaze. But let's move on. Yeah, I don't have a Daily Wire membership. Don't plan on it anytime either. Harris Poll, Trump leads among GOP for 2024 primaries by Tim Meads, December 17th, 2022, with the Daily Wire. New poll shows former President Donald Trump at the top of the 2024 GOP nomination for president, according to the latest Harvard Caps Harris poll taken between uh, December 13th and December 15th, with 1,851 registered voters participating. Trump leads potential Republican primary opponents by 23 points. That is a huge, that's a lot wider, wider margin than I actually expected. When only GOP voters were asked, if Republican presidential primary for 2024 election was held today, who would you vote for? The 41st president secured 48% of the support. Governor Ron DeSantis earned 25%. Former Vice President Mike Pence, oh, dead in the water. No, no way in hell. Yes, yeah, 6%. Yeah, no one wants Judas in there. No other possible challenger scored more than 4% of the vote. I wonder if that Tucker Carlson on there. I, I I wonder where they got their list from. Because if you go over on uh, Predict It right now, Tucker Carlson's on the list. Which, President Tucker. I don't see it. Be interesting. Maybe Tucker Carlson, if you want to do the system, right? You could have Tucker Carlson as Speaker of House. That'd be interesting. 
or press secretary Tucker Carlson? Sure. Though I'm throwing my money behind press secretary Michael Malice. And uh, Dave Smith, a Speaker of House, but that's just me. Removing Trump from the equation, it seems that many respondents shifted their preference to DeSantis, who came in first place with 48, 48% support. Pence was bumped up to 15% in that scenario, and former United States Ambassador Nikki Haley received 5% of the vote. Ugh. The survey also indicated that the base of the GOP still favors Trump in one question. The organizers of the poll asked only GOP voters, quote, If the Republican primary is down to two choices, Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, who would you, who would you choose to run as president in 2024 among the two? Unsurprisingly, Trump earned 55%, while 45% of the voters supported the Florida governor. Yo, Ron DeSantis is doing a lot of shit. He's pushing back in a lot of these groomers and pedos and creeps out of the fucking school system, and I'm all for that, but I don't see anything that suggests that that would translate to a... You know, he's great for Florida. I don't know if he'd be great for 50 states. <laughs> and we don't know a whole lot about his foreign policy. Uh, it took him the longest time to even humor any conversation about constitutional carry, so that's a big red flag for me. Um, and he has done the whole... Well, as a veteran, you know, I, I think assault weapons are dangerous. It's like, shut the fuck up, you know? There's a lot of great shit with Ron DeSantis. I'm not going to act like there's not, you know? As far as, like, Republicans and, and politicians in general go, he seems all right. But we don't know what his foreign policy is. But what we do know is Klaus Schwab likes him, and that's a huge deal-breaker for me. If Klaus Schwab so much as farts positively in your direction, you better believe my support leaves the room quicker than the oxygen left, uh... Oh, god damn, that would have been funny. Uh, Casey Anthony's daughter's lungs. Moving on. Trump earned 55%, while 45% of the voters supported Florida governor. However, independents seem to prefer a Trump alternative. The same question was posed to the GOP plus independents, and DeSantis topped Trump. Oh, really? Uh, 52% to 48%, respectively. Both Trump and DeSantis defeated President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris in fiction in a fictional 2024 general election mashup. If Trump and DeSantis teamed up, that would be a pretty powerful ticket. I don't know how well it would work together, though. Seems like a lot of egos in one room. Some other recent polls show similar results. A political morning consult poll taken between November 18th and 20th asked voters if the 2024 Republican presidential primary were being held today for whom would you vote 45 percent white way how come you spell it here but then type okay whatever 45 percent of the voters backed trump 30 percent went for desantis and no other potential options earned more than seven percent support as pointed out by other commentators trump tends to lead possible republican primary opponents by double digits when in a crowded field Again, I think that's part of why Trump announced he's running for president so early on. It's like one of the earliest announcements we've ever actually had. Um, but I think he announced it so early on because that diverts a lot of people from wanting to run for president. Or, you know, a lot of people who are originally going to launch their campaign a lot sooner are going to be postponed to see what Trump does. Sure, Trump may be put out a weak performance right now, and that may get people wanting to get back into the game. But if Trump straightens up his, uh, his act a little bit, and he goes back to like that 2016 mimetic energy where he's picking on everybody. He's got the good name calls, posting the memes. Basically, if Trump logs back onto 4chan for five minutes and goes back on, onto the bait stage, we'll be all right again. But um, 
When Trump said he's going to run for president, a lot of people backed up. Now, if Trump keeps fucking around goofing off, people are going to throw their hats back in the ring. But they'll be throwing their hats back in the ring way later than they would have originally. So that's my uh, that's why I think Trump threw his name out the way he did. And I don't think his campaign announcement speech was that bad. I actually think he did a pretty good... I think his campaign his announcement speech was actually pretty good. Feel free to leave a, an angry comment below. When the choices are between DeSantis and Trump, the race is much closer, with DeSantis winning in numerous samples. For example, a recent poll from the Wall Street Journal found DeSantis leading Trump 52% to 38%. 86% of respondents had a favorable view of DeSantis. 74% had a favorable view of Trump. Still, the journal observed that support for both candidates, quote, could look different in what will surely be a multi-candidate primary. Yeah, no shit. Every primary is fucking bold assumption of you. Anyway, primary field. Then it does in a head-to-head matchup. The Harvard-Harris poll shows that Trump gained... And by the way, remember, Harvard is a far-left institution. But also keep in mind that all these poll firms, including Harvard, get their shit wrong. Consistently, they were wrong in 2016, they were wrong in 2020, and they're going to be wrong in 2024, most likely. And my point is to take everything you're reading here, everything you're hearing me read, everything you're reading alongside with me, with a massive, big dollop of salt. Or, uh, yeah. But let's move on. Uh, Harvard-Harris poll shows that Trump gained two points from the firm's November survey. That increase occurred even after controversies such as his dinner with Kanye Ye West and white national Nick Fuentes. First off, we know for sure that Nick Fuentes wasn't actually invited. Trump says he doesn't know who Nick Fuentes is, but also refused to denounce him. Saying, I don't know who he is, but I don't see any reason to uh, decry him, which is interesting because Trump didn't offer Snowden that same grace or Julian Assange that same level of grace, despite him saying positive things about them before. Moving on past that, though. Um, it was originally just Kanye West who was invited to the dinner. The dinner was pushed for, at, it was originally going to be before the primaries, but it was pushed after the primaries. And Kanye West had been talking to Malianopolis. And then Nick Fuentes and Milianopoulos were going, and then Kanye West decided to bring Fuentes with him. This was all talked about on the Timcast, the 13 minutes that we had with him on Timcast. This is about what we got. So anyway. So Trump didn't have dinner with Nick Fuentes. It's more like Kanye West brought Nick Fuentes to crash the dinner. So we're going from there. And I think it actually says a lot that Trump didn't actually denounce Nick Fuentes. I don't really care about Nick Fuentes. I find him to be a, a very interesting ingredient into a political cocktail. Same thing with Milo. Uh, I wouldn't trust either of them farther than I could throw him. But, you know, I do enjoy him. Like, come on, Nick. You start hanging out with Kanye West and you go from men's warehouse to a big-ass baggy hip-hop hoodie, sneakers, and, like, ripped-up jeans, bro. Really? Subtle. It's about as subtle as uh, Nancy Pelosi in a kente cloth, bro. But moving on. That increase occurred after controversies and Nick Fuentes at Mar-a-Lago. DeSantis, on the other hand, went down three points during the same time. So far, Trump is the only is the only declared 2024 candidate. The New Hampshire GOP primary is still more than a year away. Plenty can change from now until then. And Trump's overall standing has fallen, but at this moment, the available data shows that the former president is still the preferred choice amongst GOP voters. 
The views expressed in this piece are the author's own and do not necessarily reflect those of Daily Wire. Yes, we know, because, you know, fucking... Ben Shapiro is kind of a shill who's... Ben Shapiro has really become an elitist at this point. Same thing when Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson on Twitter. Elon, you need to ban the people with the accounts that are trolling me. These trolls are hurting my feelings and I'm starting to cry again. And if I keep crying, I'll have to start taking opioids to cope with this emotional distress. And then I'll have to go back into a European rehab facility where my ugly brain-dead daughter who just regurgitates softcore talking points of my own will probably be gangbanged more than a white girl at an NBA after party. And I don't want to do that, Elon. I can't do that again. Actually, I feel like towards the end that Jordan Pierce impression got kind of, kind of decent. <laughs> but let's move on. This is Daily Wire. The, so if you gentle goys would like to go read uh, Lord Shapiro's writings and works, you can go muse them over there. But let's continue over here to the Washington Examiner, an outlet that I had a much higher uh, admiration for up until recently uh, they were my favorite they recently pulled some shit that made me kind of uh, with them but let's continue white house touts biden's net negative approval rating at the end of year memo yeah weird flex but let's go on shall we by naomi lynn white house reported december 19th 2022 See, this is just uh right this can be just audio bro can, uh, can y'all, like, fix your fucking website sometimes? Every time I come to the Washington Examiner, this this has been happening. What's, uh, what's going on here, huh? What's, uh, what's, what's, uh, well, I don't, all right, let's just move on. The White House is celebrating the end of year, the end of the President Joe Biden's second year in office by cheering his improved approval ratings and crediting his agenda with Democrats outperforming expectations in last month's midterms, mainly thanks to ballot harvesting, but the GOP undoubtedly won the midterms. Stop with this black pill bullshit. They won the House of Representatives, they led in the gubernatorial races, and they led in the Senate races. I don't care. Biden's 44% approval rating, according to 538 aggregate polling data, of likely or registered voters is, quote, a steady and continuing, uh, let me just close that, just get my nerves, uh, a steady and continuing bounce since the low of 38% on July 21st. White House Senior Advisor Mike uh, Donilon wrote in the end of year memo, quote, since that time, we've since had a net 11 point improvement in the president's approve-disapprove rating, Dillian wrote. Dillian, a longtime Biden aide, underscored how the president created 11 million new jobs since the start of his administration. Yeah, sorry, people returning to work does not count as new jobs. The lockdown was coming to an end when you got to office. People were just going back to work. Doesn't count as new jobs. But, hey, whatever. Um... Let's see. New jobs since the start of his administration. In addition to the national gas price average dropping to $3.13, the lowest since July 4th last year under his watch. Yeah, it's because you tapped into the, uh, you know, National Reserves. Released 100 million gallons a day. And now that bitch is empty. 
And in the coming weeks, you're going to start to see those gas prices go up $5, $6, $7. And in states where it's already about 6 to $7 a gallon. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Oh, it sucks to be you. It sucks to be everyone right now, but it really sucks to be you out there. Most likely in California. <sighs> Quote, we're beginning to see inflation come down. Oh, are we? Now let's see those numbers reports. You you guys keep delaying releasing these numbers, and then they come out a week later. You know, and they're always worse every year, every year. But we saved thirteen cents on hot dogs two years ago. So remember that, folks. You actually spent sixteen cents more on hot dogs last year, but you know you saved fourteen cents the year before. So whatever before, you know that's good. It's good. Quote: We're beginning to see inflation come down, with the last two months showing greater easing. And inflationary pressures than expected, he wrote, quote, while it will take time to get inflation back down to normal levels, inflation's not normal, as we make the transition to a stable and steady growth, and we may face setbacks along the way. You're running out of time to handle those setbacks, bro. We are moving in the right direction. I thought the left direction, but okay. A large portion of the memo was devoted to Democrats' historic midterm cycle performance, which was far stronger than the disastrous red wave that had been predicted. Yeah, again, you lost the House Representative and all these investigations are starting to happen. Now, whether or not Kevin McCarthy is just throwing out these uh, investigations as red meat to get in as, uh, you know, party leader, we'll see. We'll see. Either way, it'll be a step up from McConnell, but barely? But barely. <sighs> Let's see. It was far stronger than Red Wave. wrote, quote, The results has been a strong jolt of momentum for the president as we move into the new year. He added, quote, What hasn't been fully reported on or fully understood is how important a role the achievements and agenda of the president and the Democrats played in the midterms. Yeah, them, them school policies really win you all them parents. Yeah. Yeah, and this is especially important because the popularity of the Biden-Harris administration. Okay, yeah, the reason why that's a, that's a quote and not from the article itself. And agenda will be just as important in the new year. La 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 la. The memo concedes, concedes, with conjecture. Biden is poised to announce a 2024 re-election campaign. First Lady Jill Biden. I'm, I'm happy they don't go with first person on that level yet, but watch. It will be first person eventually. Jill Biden is reportedly all in for another bid. That's a change of attitude. Telling the French President Emmanuel Macron her husband was serious about returning to the trail. Ooh, boy, howdy. And this is just the first episode of the uploads for today. It is still is Wednesday, 12, 11 a.m. at the time of recording this. We'll see. Uh, I'm not particularly stoked to about any of the lineup for 2024, but we'll see how they go. Uh, Trump actually got me to get out and vote for him in 2020 because of his whole, you know, school choice and the Abraham Accords and no new wars. That shit's top of my book for me. I don't care about many other policies. Um... And he's starting to ease up on some of his gun-grabbing bullshit, so, you know. But, uh, you know, you have to win me back over again in uh, 2024.
Uh, and so far, there's no politicians that are making me want to get out and vote. And I say that as someone who's currently elected to a local government position. Yeah, you're not. I'm not sold on anybody so far. Trump made a really good speech, but again, Trump does a lot of good talking. And as we now, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of these people who sit here and be like, "Well, well, you know, Trump just said a lot of things and did nothing." No, he did a lot of what he said he would do. Uh, despite the people in the bots who would say that he didn't do anything he said he would, he did a ton of what he said he would do. Just not a lot of the important shit that he said he would. So that's my holdup with him. We'll see what happens. Uh, and I'll just keep doing updates on this particular side of the story when it happens. So that being said, this is the end of this episode until now. And I'll see y'all later. Deuce. contact you again.